out in the Spider-Verse. Welcome to episode five of the Italian Spider-Man Coalition podcast. Uh, we are a uh, Spider-Man themed podcast with a Goomba twist. We are also proud members of the Let's Go Pop Let's Go Podcast Network, Pop Culture Without the Pop, as well as the Batman Podcast Network, hosted by Batman on Film. Uh, I'm one of your co-hosts, the Consigliere of the Coalition. I am Peter M. Vera, but I can't do this alone. So let me introduce to you the young, the feisty, the captain, Nico Caruso. I try to be feisty. I love it. You're very feisty. You and your hot takes. Okay. I try to have them. I love, <laughs> I love sharing them, and I love when people don't agree with them. Uh, you do it because you don't want people to agree with them, let's be honest. You don't want to agree with anybody. True. Ah, sometimes. You're nice as a facade, just so you can get to like, It depends. It, it depends. I'm like Harry Osborne. Prior to there, you go. Yeah, that's perfect. That's perfect for today. I'm Harry before Norman, <laughs> and then I change. <laughs> and you've heard him called uh Daddy Batman around the web, but around these parts, he's Papa Papa Webs. Um, the one, the only, the godfather, Nicholas Crusoe. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. He He's like a Christopher Pete. It's he's uh, like Christopher, you he's not angry Christopher. enough to be Christopher. Christopher, no, nah, you don't think so? I gotta get more. Angry. Nico's yeah. he's Nico's like Christopher's always like, What I get no respect, I do all this stuff. You know, you Nico's do like, man. Nico yeah. doesn't really do that. No, no, I, I want to say, I'm complaining like the fall from Grace Harry. We all I'm gotta get to Grace hey, Harry. We all gotta get together for dinner and then just make him pay. <laughs> Remember that episode? <laughs> we just ordered some cognac, some dessert. <laughs> Yeah, that's you know wonderful. I mean? Just pay I the freaking bill <laughs> like big leave time. Him. Just and leave it there. We just, we just get up to go to the bathroom. We never come yeah, back. He, we're gone. We're in the casino. <laughs> he doesn't the tables. notice for 40 minutes. He's got the bill. And Zeddy's got to be there too. Zeddy's there too. Yeah. Zeddy doesn't know what happened. Zeddy's with us. Zeddy's a hard yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> Zeddy is. Zeddy that's is. That's awesome. Shout out to Zeddy. Yeah. So uh, this is an exciting one. Uh, oh, we are going to end uh, our recaps on uh, Raimi's trilogy. We're going to end it on Spider Man 3. And uh, that's been a fun uh, rewatch for me. I know you guys as well. And and we'll talk about Sinister War, which I was more highly on than Nico, which is great because I feel like me and Nico never really disagree too much. So this will be fun to talk about. True. But um, just going back to Spider-Man 3, uh, I, want, I want Nico to lead this off. I want to hear his thoughts. <laughs> All right. So I, I'm going to set this one up. So it's the first time. So we watched the editor's cut as well and that's the first time i've done that so mm-hmm. i've been able to now i can view, view this film in a couple lenses the way you did it with you know spidey 2 and spidey 2.1 it adds um it you know it gives more context sometimes it, it it sometimes gives other things a different sort of impact but this movie i've always said um one of my hot takes is about takes so i have a hot take that in this space and this is no disrespect but in this space, there are already disrespectful. When you have to say, when you have to say, it's not. I know, but respectfully, in this space, I do believe there are what I would call "quote unquote" the basic comic book movie takes. There are some really basic takes out there that everyone has, and that are just learned and they're normal. Saying Spider-Man Three is an awful film is one of those basic learned takes because. <laughs> All anyone ever thinks about is the emo Peter stuff. And that's the only stuff that gets referenced when that's in all reality, Mm -hmm. about a 25 minute sequence in a two hour and 15 minute film. So here's my thoughts on the movie as a whole. It is so close. It's some over stylization, some over directing and some studio mandate away from being like a really really perfect 
third film in this trilogy. I think it does so Perfect. much right. Yes. I think it does so much right for Peter, Harry, and MJ in terms of their arc through a trilogy. Yes. And yeah. yet it's the the way they pump in all the villains and the emo Peter creative choice and some of the Venom stuff. And then the Gwen Stacy just being shoehorned in the movie. Like the mm-hmm. second act is so messy, but really the first act and the third act, I think are pretty darn good. Okay. So where the point where I think it's still a quote unquote good Spider-Man film. I think it's a, I think it's a flawed, but satisfying ending to the trilogy. And I mm-hmm. do think it is, hated way more than it should be and there's a lot more emphasis put on a little 20 minute sequence than the rest of the film because there's a lot of great stuff with those main three characters mj peter and harry i I agree with you on the mj peter and harry thing um with you especially the ending of this movie it really kind of ties that together Mm -hmm. and it also makes it feel like the end of a trilogy like it 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 does feel like the end but i I don't know if I want to go perfect. <laughs> well, like a lot of stuff has to make it perfect, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. Now, Daddy Bats, you were you reading during the like the death of Gwen Stacy? No, like were you you weren't reading then? That was slightly before um I started mm-hmm. reading comics. Maybe maybe I missed that by about a year, year and a half or something. Okay, like so yeah, unfortunately. Um, I think I remember like my first Spider-Man story had the tarantula in it. You remember the okay. tarantula? Yeah, 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 yeah. I you do, know. I do, I do. But but then once I started reading him, I never stopped. You know, and and it was mm-hmm. it was a testament to the '66 cartoon, or yeah, the '66 cartoon, right? '67, yeah. whatever it was. Yeah, because I used to watch those when I used to watch this when I got home from school. So it was Batman first that I got off the spinner rack, and it was mm-hmm. like a week, week, two weeks later. I grabbed the Spider-Man. Okay. So, I was curious know. as to a veteran reader yeah. would take to Gwen being in this movie yeah. as opposed to. Well, it, it's like my son said, uh, you know, her her role in the movie was really to add that layer of the other woman, which yeah. really doesn't work. But But to be honest with you, <laughs> I on my rewatch of this thing, like I actually liked it better and have more. Maybe it's because I haven't seen it for such a long time, Pete, but I actually got really a great feeling from watching this movie and will argue with people like Nick says that I think there's this sometimes there's just this take you have just to have it or to be in with the crowd. And I don't think this is an awful, a bad. I think this is a really good third part of the trilogy that works yeah there's some goofy stuff in it there's no doubt about it but i'm i'm at a level in my life where i can look beyond that and say this really works well mm-hmm. Ramy was a little too much Ramy. there was a little bit too much shoehorn in here but even even though gwen like i could argue she still served enough of a purpose in there and we'll break it down a little bit, but she's got a couple lines in there that I thought were just like kind of really important in the movie. You think so? I don't know. I feel like she's completely wasted in this film. Like well, she just it, she's thrown in there just to, like you said, be the other woman into. into well, they could have called her. They could have called her Susie Smith, right? It. it she I mean, didn't she, have to. Be, I get it. She yeah. didn't have to be Gwen Stacy. So the Gwen Stacy was more of Ramy, kind of giving a nod. 
she, you know, I know her dad was obviously the things were different then. So, right. Yeah. But I think that this is one of those we like to call fan service. I yeah, think that, I'll give you that hundred percent. I think yeah. this is Sam saying, you know what? I'm going to put some fan service in here mm-hmm. uh, because you're right. She could have been anybody. So, so I'm going to backtrack on that and say that it's not so much that she was Gwen Stacy, but I think her character, the, what she's portraying in here did have merit to the story mm-hmm. because it's, it's the, she's the one person that unhinges MJ to yeah. where, you know, and I think that's because before we were watching the movie, I was talking to Nick and I'm like, why do they like break up again? Like what's going on? Like I, I had forgotten it's that, it, that it really starts with, no, but it really starts with MJ's jealousy. Oh yeah. Um, you know, her career is in a shambles, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she really is jealous of Peter and Peter's in his really wrapped up in his Spidey world. And then for better or for worse, he has that little encounter with her where the kiss, right? And she's yeah. like, and I was like, you know what? I, I, I still know how he thought that was a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I don't either. Their mother knows what's wrong, dude. Exactly. But it did lend merit to MJ getting, getting jealous. I mean, it, it makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. Yeah. The, the Gwen thing is, is one of the things that I do struggle with when I said earlier, it's, it's, it's about two thirds, a really perfect ending to this trilogy and story. And then all the stuff in the middle kind of, kind of make the movie really tricky. Um, I think if her name's not Gwen Stacy, we don't even really talk about it. It's just, the yeah. fact that your is. father hit the nail on the head. It's fancy. Yeah. What if she's Felicia Hardy? <laughs> it doesn't matter. That he could have named her. Anybody. I mean, they tried doing that in amazing too. Remember? Yeah. 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 Um, uh, I, I, you know what, like, I haven't seen either, first time watching the editor's cut, I haven't seen this movie in probably, I don't know, I recently watched it like four months ago, so probably before that's been years, so I, I've recently have seen it, um, it's, not, it's got like a D on Rotten Tomatoes, I definitely think it's like 10 points higher, I give it like a C, C plus, you know, yeah. um, I, first of all, I love James Franco, I, I think he's the best thing in all three of these movies, um, he's I think he's already the best actor in this movie overall. Um, the stuff with that Nico mentioned with the Peter, MJ and Harry, it, uh, it was really brilliant and how it came all comes together in the end. And in the editor's cut, they different. They did it differently. Um, Bernard or Bernard, whatever his name is, the butler. He's completely cut basically from the editor's cut. Yeah, that scene. Worked- and I thought that scene worked really well. It seemed like. Yeah, you know Bernard was like the Aunt May for Harry, so like I don't know which I like more actually, mm-hmm. um, is to you know make Harry's motivation. Uh, I think that the film, <clears throat> it's weird because it's not the film really isn't about villains. It's about this weird like love triangle, mm-hmm. right? And it, that's why like it's like for a little bit it's Sandman, then it's Venom, and then it's Brock, and, you know it, and at the end it's like it's a free for all. But it, it's it's, I I don't. <laughs> for the first time in watching it, I'm like, wow, this does feel like a little crowded. Like I would have liked a little bit more. Cause I liked Topher Grace's Venom. Like, I don't think Venom looks bad or whatever. And I, I, no, I, just, I can't believe you said that, man. I love it. I know. I, I think it, aside yeah, from I, when he's like got the fangs, I don't like when he was wearing his fangs yeah. or like, you know, there's like little nitpicks, but I, I was kind of into like the douchey version of Peter Parker until Peter Parker became the douchey version of Peter Parker. Right. Like, yeah, I was into that. And I, I was into Topher Grace and uh, I kind of liked how it was similar 
to uh the books were like yep you know the fake journalism in in, in, in you know in the comics it's sin eater which we'll talk about a little later <laughs> yeah but uh oddly enough but it was cool you know I, I didn't mind the thin version of eddie brock and uh i just you know it, there's something about it like if you could divide it's like there's a sandman movie in there and then there's a venom movie in there and it's just we got kind of robbed of both um because i thought you know mm-hmm. it's like it's a typical rainy movie like i get it i'm enjoying it I watch it like I get the aesthetic and it's just, you know, that familiar world. Like I'm, you know, I'm watching it right now. You know, it just, it, it's feels very Spider-Man and it's, it's even as like an, eh, you know, comic book movie, it's still a very, very good version of Spider-Man. And mm-hmm. that's like, I sit down and watch it and I'm like, Oh man, it's it, like, I still get worked up. Like when he saves Gwen in the building, I get, mm-hmm. I get emotional at that mm-hmm. at the end when he's swinging after he leaves Harry's apartment, I get emotional after that. Um, one of the things I really love, uh, I love how Dr. Connors replaced Reed Richards. Yeah. In like the storyline of the black costume. I thought that was really cool and effortless. Yeah. And like, damn, like mm-hmm. this would like, you know, I don't have a problem with the amazing version, but it would be nice to see this guy in this role. Um, yeah. And I want Nico's take on this. I don't like what I don't like about it is how Peter chooses to wear the costume. I think it, it works better for me if he's wearing it and the costume is still manipulating his thoughts and causing his moods while he's wearing, like it's, it's, it feels like a, a weird thing for me where it's like, it's in his apartment, but he's not wearing, you know, like I, I don't need to see it necessarily morph and stuff into clothes and everything. Like we've seen in other versions, but it just, it does feel a little weird to me that Peter was able to take it off so easily before. Right. That's, and that's my biggest thing where I say the, the symbiote stuff, like some of it, works but the 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 way and maybe this is like just because how they made these movies at the time it becoming the suit that he could like take on and take off and then when he's in the tower it's like hard to take off Mm because it's like it's because it's become and then he started just wearing it all the time i'm with you i would rather it be so like attached to his body that's, yeah. I never really thought of it like that. Right? Pointing out that. Okay. So like, but the fact, like I never forget, I forgot actually, cause it's been a few years. It's been probably mm-hmm. five, six years since I really watched this. I was like, okay, I'm going to have like my full thoughts on it. I'm in this new space where I talk about these things. I'm a little bit older. I, I totally didn't remember that. Like, it's like in the, it's like in his hamper. And he like pulls out the kids, yeah. just the black suits there. And then at the end of the movie that, so that was a weird, the black suits in the closet, the red and blue is underneath the bed. Right. He it's, got them it's both so, out there. He just can't figure it out. Like right, you just... can't figure it out. And I, the other thing too, is I, I, I'm, I love what the black suit did to him in almost every version that happens. But in yeah. this one, and we talked about this on an earlier show, the thing I don't vibe with him here is even in as recent as, you know, Chip Zdarsky's Spider Shadow, it's the fear of someone. It's his fear that ultimately makes him have these choices to mm. be more violent, to end mm. the villains, to really put that statement in there. And he does that with Sandman. I think that's where it works really well is he really wants to stop Sandman, uses the black suit, and he thinks he kills him. Yeah. And... Yeah. And he's okay with that. And I don't mind him doing that. It's when he goes the full on like bad boy skater out, like the aesthetic and the dancing scene. That to me is where I go. Now we're going a different way than where you wanted me to go. 
I would have rather him stayed as more angry. I don't mind him being a douchebag. Like I like what he does to Eddie Brock, but then when he's like, uh, she's trying to be like a cocky playboy guy. And all of a sudden he's suave. Yeah. It's yes. like when he kind of turns that like panic at the disco vibe. Right. It, it, yeah. But it turns like it starts off. I'm like, whoa, he thinks he did the right thing by killing Sandman. And he's trying mm-hmm. to like impress Aunt May. And Aunt May is like, no, Spider-Man doesn't do that. And yeah. he's kind of like, all right, well, screw it. And then he is a little bit more, you, you, you know, reserved with MJ. And, and, and I don't mind him, like I said, being more confident, more imposing. But it's when he does this whole, like you said, this panic at the disco change. It's like now he's not even that. He's like a weirdo again. And I would have rather him be more like, I don't need anyone. I could stop anyone, MJ. I don't need you. I don't need a woman. I can do this. Like, it's me. It's me. And then shit, it's the fan. So uh, I think the dancing would have been fine if it was just kept into the nightclub scene. I don't think I need to just watch him strut down fashion. The strut on the street. Yeah, I still don't. I don't like that. Because like the nightclub thing I get, he's trying to out MJ, MJ, and he's trying, you know, he's that's the suit necessarily just taking over and yeah. you know, just running with his emotions. But and I kind of get that. <clears throat> and the suit should allow him to do fantastical things, right? Sure. Like I get in the nightclub while he's able to crowd surf on chairs. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the strut, it's and that dance scene is, and then he comes out with the blacks with the actual fitted black suit is a bit much, but I don't know. I, I overall, I think the symbiote stuff, symbiote stuff is really solid. I loved how Venom looked. And just now that we're able to compare it to a different live action Venom. Um, you know, the only thing I think is really, I just wish he had the white spider. That's really it. Yeah. The yeah. black on black is an interesting choice because then he just looks like two floating eyes in a leotard, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, sure. It's interesting. But like, I, I, I got no problem with the look or just grace uh, as uh, as Eddie Brock. I thought he serviced the character well. Um, it's it's interesting now to be able to, you know, compare him to Tom Hardy's because you could do it pretty, you know, they basically have one and a half movies. So, yeah. There, there wasn't enough of Topher, though, to be honest with you. Upon, you know, watching this, that's what I came away with it, where it just, it it was rushed. It was done well. well would it, you sacrifice, you, would, then you lose, like, I'm just. No, I, as, I As the movie's constructed, then you lose all of Sandman. Like, it's, it's one or the other. Essentially, that's the, what it should come down to. I think the movie, I think this, this is one of those, God, I'm going to, I hate to say this and compare it to Rises, but I think the, both of the well, movies could have, could have been two movies. I think they they had two movies in each of those. You and think there's that, two movies in Rises? Yeah, I do. Yeah, okay, I do. And I think there were two movies in this one. Um, I, it's just too much in one movie. And you know, we were talking about it because no like, one has enough time to breathe. Right. Yeah. Now the the problem with taking Venom out of it though is that you needed a threat to endanger MJ so that Harry comes to the rescue, right? So like Sandman, yeah. Sandman wasn't going to be that threat. Sandman didn't. Well, have Sandman disappears him. for a good portion of the movie. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but Sandman didn't know Peter is Spider Man, and he didn't. He didn't. They would have had to done some kind of crazy. Uh, no, it's all, it there. all connects. It all. Yeah. So it's it part all of the love triangle. Exactly right. And you know, Pete, you said it like you know, coming away from these three movies. To be honest with you, it's just really the love story of of Peter and MJ. The three movies. Is, I think you go even farther. You know, I think it's about the three of them. I think it's about it Peter, is, MJ, it is, and Harry. Yeah. Like the and, whole th- and the friendship the journey right. of their friendship. That's the core of these right. all three of these movies. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know, Harry was pretty much. It's basically been the Harry Osborne story for the last two. Let's be honest. Yeah. 
sprinkled in with Peter and MJ's a uh, little bit of marital trouble, but like for the most part, the last two movies have been about Harry Osborn as much as they've been about Spider-Man. And the other great thing too, that Nick and I were talking about too, was that obviously Raimi makes the decision. We all, we all know these stories, like it's never interesting when they're together, right? Mm-hmm. When they're really happy together, Parker it's Lux. just fleeting mm-hmm. and yeah. there's no story there and it's not interesting. So it's amazing how t- through the three movies they're so in love with each other and want to be together, but it only really works when they're not together, when they're yeah. denying themselves the love for each other because someone's pulling them apart or the responsibility thing with him. So um, it's, it's, but you know what, again, I'm, I'm an older, I'm older than you guys. I'm maybe a little more sentimental. I will tell anybody if you keep watching these movies, they age well. It is a tremendous love story. Yeah. At the end of the day. And as, has someone who's read Spider-Man since 1974, and I don't know what's going on now. I missed a lot of this stuff, but the Peter MJ stuff was always at the crux and the foundation of those stories um, way back when through the eighties, the McFarland stuff. And it, it's, it's just, it always made me feel like in my life, like, wow, I, before I was married, I was like, I wish I could find somebody like MJ. Right. Mm-hmm. I wish I could have that kind of relationship mm-hmm. and, and that openness and that honesty. So, ha, you know, listen, man, I love, you know, Kirsten Dunst and Toby, I know there's some people out there. And again, I, I'm not here. To I think they're so good in these movies. Yeah. I I'm not here to it. tell anybody's opinions are wrong, but in, in my opinion, Nico is their chemistry. <laughs> no. Yeah. What? You like their chemistry, right? I think it's great. Yeah. It's yeah. great. No, I'm dying that hell. She also looks fantastic in this movie. This is the best she's looked in all three. She, yeah. With she's the red hair. Gorgeous. She looks, she looks she's absolutely stunning. Like movie. when she's walking in the French restaurant, I was like, I was yeah. like, God damn Parker. Even Good at job. the spider, even at the Spider-Man day, when you, when he, when he, uh, she's goes up, she looks fantastic. She looks brilliant. Yeah. I mean, just so beautiful. I also yeah. think it's her best performance in this movie yep. of the three. I, I think she gets stronger. Like you said, I also, I'm with you. Harry's the best actor in the trilogy. Yeah. Oh, he's uh, Franco's amazing. He's absolutely amazing. And what's the one last thing I want to uh, touch. There's on. no shot. He's in no way, no way home. No. Right? No, okay. no, he's he's, he's got some. Yeah, he's he's technically canceled. Is he canceled? Okay. He's technically canceled, I believe. Oh, that's God. why you. That's why you haven't seen him in the last <laughs> right. like three years. But that's neither here nor there. And we yeah, we don't want to get. But into as it. for you know, just to wrap for me personally, because you guys know I'm the symbiote Spidey guy. I'm the black suit Spidey guy. You I, know, I never, never, <laughs> never. I live with the look. I don't mind how it looks in the movie. I get what they had to do at the time and they wanted it to look more like him and not this drastic costume change. I get it. Um, And I do, I do. The rewatches make me appreciate Venom more and more in here. Cause I do think when he is Venom, he's used pretty well. It's just the fangs I don't like. And I think he looks like the claws. And, and I think he serves a good purpose and how Eddie, you know, he's annoying, man. He's a dick. But he keeps coming back. So I don't mind the Brock yeah. stuff. And I almost like how we have this Hardy version and the Grace version. Yeah. We'll uh, see what Let I There Be Carnage does for the character. But 
Um, you know, and I didn't mind that he didn't have the tongue the whole movie. I think that would have been hard. I kind of like because I liked him with the way he was, just kind of like the screeching animal thing. He first appeared, you know, I mean, he's pretty without the tongue, and he's pretty frightening too, which I I like. Yeah, yeah. I I don't think McFarlane drew the tongue, I don't think that's a McFarlane thing at all. No, 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 no. no. So he drew him without the tongue, which I really like him without the tongue because that's you know how I was introduced to him, Mm -hmm. but. As for the, the other thing I want to bring up is that Taco, something that my dad said is it, and what you said earlier, Pete, is it is tough because no one, at least the threats all don't have enough room to breathe because he's right. Mm. On one hand, the Sandman redemption doesn't work if he's the big bad because he shows you at the end of the movie, he's always just caught in the crosshair. It's an accident. Yeah. That's why Peter forgives him. So you needed a threat that was big enough to team up with Sandman but also be the real problem for mj but then if you put in more eddie brock you're sacrificing even more sandman who like you said is gone like robin peter that's why the middle that's why the middle of the movie when they start doing all that weird stuff with peter like sandman's not there Tolfer's not in there for a long time till he's back in the church and it's like you have to play catch up with these characters and then they're both like the big bads and they team up but then the end i think the end sequence is pretty epic Especially when Harry comes back, gets the adrenaline going. Um, I like mm. the way they work together. I love, I love how he beats Venom with those sounds. Yeah, no, that's great. That's that great. Awesome. And then pull the bell scene right out of animated series. Yeah, yeah pulled it right out of there. And the fr- when he wakes up, that was great when he's dangling. Pulls it right. Yes, yeah. yes, Let's true. talk about Sandman. It, it, he's great, isn't he? Thomas in Church. I mean, brilliant portrayal. Yeah. A very, I under, mean, very underrated. I, right. I don't and, like I mean, the cloud thing, but I mean, he was great. And and I mean, yeah, the, the whole cloud. the whole thing with his daughter, Pete, like you really feel that, right? The emotion. I mean, yeah, you, you really feel like he's he is. That's a good movie in itself somehow. Yeah, right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, you feel his pain and he's and he's just a he's just a victim of bad luck. Like he says that with the wife and um, he's Spider-Man's Mr. Freeze. Yeah. And they yeah. Gi- and they give him that sweater, which is just like, that's so wonderful. And li- the special you- effects they use for Sandman throughout the movie still hold. I, I like the Kaiju Sandman and what he's yeah. able to do and mm-hmm. how-, how Spider-Man punches through him and stuff. And the fact that there's just a truck of sand in Manhattan is just so perfect because, you know, there's it's probably there for just for whatever reason. But who knows? Right. It's just there. Right. It's there's always New York. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I thought it was great. I I I just I want I came out of that movie watch wanting that's what I want, you know, as I watch Spider-Man 3. I want more Sandman. Um yeah. who knows what we'll get in No Way Home. Everyone keeps telling me they see sand in the trailers. I don't know. I can't I don't maybe we'll see. It looks like a cloud to me. Well, if he is, do we think he's so the thing just a quick side tangent with we're not going to get into this too much, but if he is, do we think he's more like just there by accident and he's trying to be protective of Peter? Do we think he's bad again? Because that's the whole Doc Ock thing they're going to have to play with. I don't know. That's why. I mean, I'm interested to see if if that if that happens. Yeah. Either way. Um, Harry really quickly. I love how they did Harry's death. I thought it was very fitting. I, I like that it was going out a hero as opposed to, you know, kind of being a, a junkie. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of dug Harry's uh, demise in this movie a lot, uh, you know, sacrificing himself. I do wish he had a little orange or something in that goblin gear of his. Sure. I could, I could, I could, I could pass with the surfboard and everything. I just, I wish there was something 
orange. Like they didn't have to call him the hobgoblin. Just it, it would have been a, a nice little note. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been good fan service. The one thing uh, him and I talked about too last time we were watching it too is I didn't like the fact that uh, he throws the, when he throws the bomb at him and he throws it back at him. Um, I didn't like that sequence when they're fighting Harry and Peter. And like and, the choreography or just, no, the like choreography was fantastic. I didn't like that. He, he allows the bomb to kind of just blow Harry up and, and he just leaves That's him the suit. You know? Yeah. But I still too far. I had a little issue with it. What about you? The, the reason why I don't like it is not for what happened. It's what happens after it. Cause after that happens is the strut. Yeah, and it's very That's weird right. that yeah. he just blew up his best friend, and then it goes into the strut. Like I'm mm-hmm. very shocked at that choice by Ray. That was a bad. That was a bad sequence and pacing. Bad editing. Because, like you said, Pete, it is the suit, but I want to feel that. You know, I want him to go back home and realize he did it, and be like. And like have to like fight himself out of it, and then the suit takes him over again, and that's when the strut happens. But it's like he does that, and there's no real remorse. And I want to see that remorse, and I know they get their reignited friendship at the end, you know, when he saves them, and when they both fight together in beautiful fashion. But yeah, that's it's just weird that immediately following Harry, and mm. you think he might be dead at that point too. Like it's hard to tell, especially if you're watching it for the first time. We know. Right. But when you make a film, you assume, okay, you have to treat it like, okay, how are people going to see this when they see it for the first time? That, I forget how I felt the first time I saw it because I was so young, but like thinking Perry might be dead when that mm. happens um, was very weird to have a lot of that um, corniness of mid-2000 film carry right after. Interesting. Yeah, yeah I didn't have, I felt that same way. Uh, one thing that did bother me is we find out who the actual murderer of Uncle Ben is. Yeah, I believe it's an actual Marvel law that the killer can never be revealed, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, so that's like, funny. Yeah, I, I think yeah, I think it's like you know one of the unwritten. It's one of the unwritten rules of Marvel, I believe, that uh, the, the murder of Uncle Ben shall never be revealed. So it, it, I think it's very interesting that this movie takes the liberty. And I thought it was cool how he uh, he did, you know, it, it's a weird thing to do, but I, I appreciate his Raimi's craft and trying in the misleading of, you know, did he do it? It was actually accidental. It's more manslaughter than anything else. Mm-hmm. So I, I thought that was interesting, but I, I, I'm not a fan of them revealing. It feels like Batman 89 to me mm-hmm. when they're like, and <laughs> the Joker kills his parents. Yeah, that's the one thing I don't like about 89. That's yeah. like the only thing I don't like about 89. I agree with you, man. It was, it's a weird thing, but it's um, it's like some kind of, it's almost just, it's overwriting. It's overthinking it and, and trying mm -hmm. to make, uh, make it more important. Um, but I did the one consolation in that Pete is that it was accidental. And I, I, I bought into the, their scene at the end where they, they have the talk and he says, it's very good. That's really emotional and heartfelt to me. And, and that's, that's where, I would have liked, like you said earlier, a lot more Sandman. I would have liked to see that, yeah. that confrontation. But it, it, it is cool because that is the moment where the suit, I feel like it kind of first really forces Peter's emotion. Like that's it. He finds out that the killer's still out there. So sure. it, it, it's weird how like that. And that's why I defend the movie because I think it's very well crafted. You know, to, you know, I know it, it may it may be very overstuffed, but I think it's it's still a very well crafted film where like, you know, these things are intertwined into the story. So I give Ramey credit there for that. Um, yeah, I, I see. That's one where I'm 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 in I'm in a different camp where I, 
I like it. The reason why I like it is it, it does a nice job of, like you just said, Pete, it, it, it's something in the writing. You needed to give Peter something that was going to push him over the edge. Cause yeah. he's at a point where the beauty actually of this movie is New York finally almost unanimously loves him. Mm-hmm. And it finally goes to his head. You know, the, once again, the responsibility is starting to wane for celebrity, yeah. right? Yeah. It's and that head, pushes yeah. MJ away. It leaves us some bad decisions. So then you need the only thing that can knock him off that side from the symbiote is, oh, your uncle's killer is still out there. Yeah. Yep. And I think it, it makes Sandman still the more tragic villain. And it lets uncle Ben still be relevant. You know, when he tells him, you still. know, he told him, you you know, just put down the gun. You don't want to do this. And Sandman was going to listen to him. Like, once again, yeah, you know, yeah, Uncle great, Ben man. is the yeah. rightest guy in the room. Yeah, He's he, always yeah. doing it right. And so I like how it's Peter's motivation to be bad and then to be good again. And to, to get that ultimate closure, him and Aunt May both get, you know, the ultimate closure when they find that out. However, it does feel like Batman 89 part two. It, it does. does. It does. It it's does. got a little vibe it, to it. It, it, it. It's like the same. It's, it's the same thing. Only, only Sandman still so, gets to live at the end of the movie. You know, <laughs> you, you brought up Aunt May. There's not enough Aunt May in this movie. Oh, she's amazing. And 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 her um, when he goes to her apartment and they talk and he tells her that he's going to ask MJ to marry her. That scene is so beautiful. And when she explains to him that Uncle Ben asked her to marry him and she said no because it wasn't the right time yeah isn't that so apropos for like what happens later like and and we don't she's so important and that's such a wonderful scene and it lays the foundation for they weren't ready so mj and peter weren't ready right because peter was kind of wrapped up in himself he he didn't he didn't see that mj had some struggles on his own on her own you couldn't read that Mm-hmm. He's too wrapped up in his own self. And she says, you got to put your wife first. You got to put MJ first. He doesn't do that. Um, not enough Aunt May. Maybe no, she's she, great. Isn't it funny that we were saying that, but it's like, and she's I, perfect. I would have, I would have loved wanted... to see more Aunt May in this, in this movie where in the new, the new ones, I guess. I, and I love Marissa told me I went less Aunt May and this movie. I would have liked to see more Aunt May. I'll tell you who too. Yeah. Not enough. St- I wanted a little Jay- more Jameson yeah. too. And Betty Brandt. And yeah, yes, I th- the stuff with Betty Brandt, it's funny. Like when you watch um, these scenes and Betty Brandt's in the background because Jameson's walls all glass. Yeah. Like some of Elizabeth Banks' reactions are so funny when yeah, Peter's got his feet up or whatever. And yeah, I, I just I the medicine scene when she's telling him what medicine to take, remember yeah, that? Yeah, I love that. It's it was funny. Like I was watching my brother. He actually, he's like, Oh, I thought I could have done without that. So I was like, Oh, that's interesting. I, yeah. I was like, I, I, I love uh, JK. I, 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 him as Jameson's great. I just, in the new movies, I wish he had the flat top. Yep. Yeah. He's bald now. So it's like, yeah. uh, the bugle, the bugle stuff, Pete, you said in our last episode, it's great. Robbie's it's in so, there. It's so important mm-hmm. to the mythos and it's just, it's such a warm feeling to have the bugle and those characters involved with Peter. It just, it's everything, yeah. right? It's everything I know about Spider-Man. And so when you don't have that, it feels like you're missing a big part of them. I agree, you know, and that's why I enjoyed this version of Brock. Just the, you know, that basically just him going in there and hawking other photos of Spider-Man and giving Peter some kind of uh, competition. It's just, 
it's fun. It gives the bugle purpose. You know, it shows off that it is a functional newspaper and, you know, Pete, Peter does need to make money, right? Like there's a reason, like, you know, he's, there's oh, yeah. a reason why he lives with the, the Dinkoviches. That's right. Um, so that's you know, good, and, man. Yeah. I, I would little... agree with you. I mean, it's just, again, when you encapsulate the whole trilogy, it's just a, for me, it's that perfect portrayal mm-hmm. of Spider-Man and the incredible cast of characters, the villains, I, you know, like, again we were talking you know like the ending and you know it just it just ends right there's no spider-man swinging right so how does that movie end it it kind of reminded me of endgame a little bit where steve and peggy are dancing right yeah yeah i mean you know you take this big epic 23 part story and at the end of the day endgame ends with a love story Mm -hmm. and that's this struck me because like I want nothing more in this movie than Pete and MJ to get back together and love each other and finally be happy, Pete, finally be able to enjoy each other and and go forward. And it's like the way the movie ends, you're like, Oh, that's it. There's no Spidey swinging through the streets. There's no. And, and so for me, I, it wasn't enough. Like I'm one of those guys that wants to see them more that would have loved. And you've said it before there probably was no good thing that could have come up from Spider-Man four, but having watched these three movies, I've got a real want for more of those two to see what happens. Will it happen? Yeah. Will it happen? Yeah. Now? I mean, <laughs> they, they just, they, they hit differently. These three movies and mm-hmm. even the third one may not be the best, but it's still, you know, it's that emotional attachment you have to Peter and MJ in their oh. relationship. And it's just, and that's why if i because you i stand by what i said earlier like if 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 i have to grade this as just a comic book film it's probably like a mid-tier like you said but because this is if i'm grading it as a spider-man film and what it does for the character and the way it protects yeah not only everything about him but the way it does complement that peter mj harry story it's it's an ending to this trilogy that I live with and that it doesn't hurt. If this movie is better, the trilogy rivals other trilogies in my mind. Yeah. But it's, it's because that close. it's not it's a kind of it's that close. And that's why I said it's like five or six things. And I know that's a lot of things when it comes to movie, but it's like five or six things away mm-hmm. from being like, wow, there's no debate when it comes to like. It's like yeah. the Dark Knight trilogy, then Spider-Man trilogy and everything else. But there is debate for that second spot in terms of these comic book films. Not for me, no, but I think right. a lot of people have that debate because the strength of the third film, it always comes down to the strength of the third film. And even though I like Rise is the least of the three, Rises is still a strong, strong third film. In yeah. And it does everything right that it should outside of some, you know, of some certain choices. So it's, this is one of the most polarizing comic book movies ever for me, because there's so much to love. And then there's so much to be like, Oh, if you just did this, Oh, if you just didn't do that, it's there. But I stand by, Mm -hmm. it is a, it is a learned, no offense to anyone. It is a basic take to hate this movie. Yeah. (laughs) I remember, I remember when I walked out of it in the theater and I, I looked over and I said to my buddy and I was like, I kind of feel like I walked out like Batman forever. You know, like this isn't the greatest thing in the world. Sure. It doesn't stink, but it's like, it, it misses on a little bit, 
but it's mm-hmm. like, I, overall like I enjoyed it and I like it. Like that's kind of where I or I, I throw it in there. You and, know, uh, I think you're right. It's 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 a great take. It's, it's about like 40 minutes away from just being like, oh man, this is like, this is this is this. It's like what what is the trilogy? Is it Nolan or is it Raimi? It's it's you know it's, it's close. So, it's right there. You know, Pete. When I walked out, you're you're so right because when I walked out of that movie, I remember like, again, I was like, I was happy that the two of them ended it and they're back and they're dancing and and in my mind they wind up and they're in love they get married but part of me was like i hope there's another one because i always walked out of those movies like that oh yeah but part of me kind of knew that that was probably it you know what i mean yeah because I, i i had that feeling that like maybe maybe one more at that time so this is oh seven later before the internet yeah, would have yeah. been would have yeah. been overkill. Would have been a little bit overkill. Yeah. Maybe too much Spider Man. Too much Raimi. Yeah, but that vulture fight looked cool. Yeah, <laughs> it would have looked cool. It would have looked cool. Um, I do like Amazing One though. You know, so it's like oh, I, love I don't it. I don't hate Am- Amazing Two's like guilty pleasure. But we'll talk about it. We'll talk about those. Oh, we'll talk about those that. They're coming. <laughs> They're coming. But over, I don't know. Like. I give this movie a solid C to be honest. Like, I don't think it's the D that it gets on Rotten Tomatoes. You know, I think sometimes they're a little too harsh, but overall, and I was like, this is a still, this is a solid conclusion, third entry, uh, final finale to a trilogy as you can get, to be honest with you, just for just, I'm still, I still look at them as like comic movies. Like I know two is like an epic classic, but like, I I don't know. I don't think this movie is abysmal. Like I just no the it's, reactions it's, people to this is like I'm watching Spider-Man three and they're like, oh I'm like, oh like, and that's serious? the thing because they always I promise you they only go back to the emo Peter stuff. Every it's I used good. to be I used to be a bigger debater than I am now. Now I'll throw in a uh-huh. couple I, I throw in a couple either joke or serious comments and then I'm out of there because at the end of the day, like but I used to be like every. You're so full of it right now. He He's got like three notifications. Vibrates and rings, and he sees it on the screen. He can't wait. Look at my that. Twitter right now. There's no evidence. Every yeah. argument to me is it always comes back to the emo Toby stuff, and I'm you like, know, give me, give me something. See, that's product of the time, though. In 2007, that's kind of what we yeah. thought of. You know, douchey, miserable people, <laughs> right? Like, you know, and, and like you said, and that's a good defense of it. Is it's kind of, it, it was also the aesthetic of the time, like you said, and and it's how they like, it is how they made stuff back then. Yeah. So it's it's you, you know it's like it's like a, yeah I think I think you guys cost, like cost I, I like I mean Pete you say see I think like I'm way more forgiving than you guys like if if, if Spider Man one is like an A and and two is like an a plus i mean i look at this movie like a b a b minus i i don't think it's that bad of a movie i think i mean first of all i don't think it's a bad movie so i don't even think it's any part of that i think it's a really good Mm -hmm. third part of this arc that's over that's a little bit bloated and there's a little bit of cringeworthy stuff which i could argue like there's cringeworthy stuff in some of the stuff that we think is great there's it's very rare like the dark knight batman begins you know maybe spider-man one and two it's very rare that the mc movies i mean all these movies have stuff that you kind of go oh are you so yeah. this movie's got a little bit more of that than than what we're used to 
but I'm a lot more forgiving than you guys. I think this is a pretty solid movie. And I think that a lot of people have not really watched the movie or embraced what it's telling. I'm not, not that they're not smart enough, not saying that. I think that it's just one of those things. Like you get on that, that Hill, that Spider-Man three sucks and you go with it. Mm -hmm. I challenge people to go watch this movie again. And if you want to come back and say it sucks, you could, that's fine. But I think you're going to find more good in it than bad. And I think you're going to find out that it's a pretty satisfying conclusion and story arc to what started. You know, it's like, Oh, here you go. No, 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 go. It's all you, baby. I was going to say really quickly. It's kind of like Superman returns in a way where it's not really like your typical super comic book movie where he's fighting this villain. Like it's not about the villains as much as it's about the relationship with the people. The, the, it's basically about the, the traditional supporting cast and the relationship with yeah, Peter. A hundred percent. As opposed to you know him being versus a villain, but go. And that's the go. thing too. It's like people, I think you go back and like, I love the version of Spider-Man. So I'm more welcoming when I go back to it, mm-hmm. you know, but like for people who, who are more into the stuff now, when they try to go back, it's, there are some movies I do believe that are just harder for people to get into for what they're going for. I think a great one is like a Batman Returns for like the younger generation. If they have to go back and watch that, like people my age and even younger than me because of how like what Burton does with that world and how the whole concept of the film is very animalistic. And and, and that's the aesthetic. I go even further. I mean, I'll say Superman 78 just because it's sure. Or because it's dated. So this one, I think is the most, I think Raimi put such an interesting touch on this one. Mm-hmm. That it is a little, I think, less accessible to everyone than the first two, and I think I think that's a that's that's a reason why, which is why I like your comparison, similar to to like Batman Forever too, because 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 that's another great example of something that's like, yeah. it's like good. What I'm, I'm glad I have it. I'd rather have it yeah. than not. Right. Exactly. It's exactly. It's good stuff. Um, comparing it to the editor's cut. Did you guys find yourself liking a specific movie more or less? To me, it felt like, you know, there were things they did and didn't do, and I liked them more or less, but um, it kind of felt like the same movie to me. I'll tell you what, it felt like the same movie. The only Mm. thing I didn't like is in the editor's cut. I don't like when Perry and the Bernard stuff isn't in there. I love when, you know, he tells him, you know, your dad was killed by the glider. Like it was, it was, it was him. Like you need, and cause that's an important moment I think for Harry and I get in the editor's cut. They try to play it like Peter and MJ and he had his own change of heart, but I always like when the characters get that one last push mm-hmm. from someone else. Yeah. It's a great scene. Oh. I love that Bernard scene. I really do. I was, I, I was disappointed. Yeah. I, I would agree with you that that bothered me, but, for me to sit here and tell you guys that I, I really know the difference between the two. It, to me, they feel like the same movie. They're very subtle differences. You know, you got, I mean, I I didn't notice anything. Yeah. A little bit. I I think the, is the scene where the daughter goes to the, in the park, that's not in the, in the, the, right. So that, that struck me. And I love that scene. That's nice. But the way Peter confronts him after pie. Yeah. That's different. That's a little bit different. Correct. But there wasn't enough in this cut to make me like dislike or like yeah. the other one better. I think mm-hmm. they're they're very similar. They both to, they both get to where they're going. Uh, the thing that struck me the most watching this movie was that 
I actually liked it more than I thought I did. No, I'm with you. I, I definitely have a, a new appreciation for this film. I've watched it three times, let's say in the last like five months. Sure. Okay. You know, two, two quick, two quick notes. Um, one, I also just in the role aesthetic, we're not talking about like what the character does or what it meant for the movie. I think like at this time, Bryce Dallas Howard was the perfect Gwen Stacy. Like she looks, I, I like read Gwen. Really? And I see her and I'm like, oh, for the ages these people are, I kind of dig her as Gwen. Like I dig mm. how she looks. In, in, in my humble opinion, that's just me. That's I'm, I'm one. I appreciate what they did. They gave her the, the, the I don't know. I don't know if that's her real hair. If she wore a wig, I can't remember who wore the wig. Cause I believe, I believe I knew there's a red haired wig. It's probably her because MJ wore the red wig, right? Cause yeah. Dallas is actually a redhead. Yeah. Um, I forget how it goes, but um, I, I don't know. Like the, all the Gwen stuff really, I don't like it. Obviously, Emma Emma Stone's the the great oh. Gwen Stacy, you know. And I'm not saying you say that, but it's just like to me, it's just she's totally useless aside from just sure. you know just creating conflict, like your dad said, being the yeah. other woman. Um, yeah, the other. Woman. I just like how she looked. Like I thought it was great. And to me, this is, and I was reminded of it. This, but it's is, easy when she's blonde and she just needs a headband. Exactly. <laughs> but her face, the eyes, I'm like, okay, I'm in for his Gwen. It's also my favorite Stan Lee cameo of all time. Yeah, no, it's a good one. It's a real good one. This one, because it's the most two that he was in for these three. The other ones, he just has like subtle scenes where he's doing something. But I love, you know, and I love how he throws the nuff set in there too. This is my favorite Stan Lee cameo because he's right next to Toby, uh, the hmm. two goats next to each other. Going back to Gwen, I'm kind of glad this ended where it did because I probably wouldn't have liked what they did with her at some point. Right. I'm just saying, yeah, like you know, yeah. Yeah. I'm probably, it, this is probably good where it stopped where it's <laughs> is yeah. good that it ended where it did. Um, yeah. But I don't know. Overall, I mean, obviously, it's the, th- we're all going to be in agreement here. It's the third best of the three. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of, course. Oh, yeah. of course. But no, it's enjoyable. And I'm glad we did this because I, like I said earlier, uh, I had a blast rewatching it. You know, oh, uh, I, I kind of was like, oh man, this is, this is not the dumpster fire that we all thought it was back in the day or, or, or that anyone says it is. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's, I don't like my, one of my favorite things. And we said before about these Raymond movies are just everybody else, the side characters, everyone in the bugle, just, you know, all the stuff, with Ro- even though Robbie Robertson isn't a major force in these, in these three movies, you know, his few interactions with Peter, we're pretty great, and uh, I'm, I'm glad that I do have those those scenes. So that, and I love Elizabeth Banks. So it's the more Elizabeth Banks, better. Perfect supporting cast, man, of these yeah. characters. They're they're all yeah. You, you know, even amazing didn't do it uh, justice, but I get it because you know of his age. But yeah, whatever. Uh, you know, I was uh, you know this. I give this like two, I give Spider Man three out of five. Probably like I don't know two and a half yeats. Right, two Nico. And half yeats. Two and a half yeats. I'm giving it uh I'm giving it three out of five yeats. Three out of five yeats? I three got, out of five cannolis. Three out of I got three. Yeats. I got three. <laughs> I'm I'm more forgiving. He's got three, I got three and a half. <laughs> three and a half. Yeah. When you're when you're the godfather, you can spend well. That's, That's right. That's true. Yeah. All right. Um let's get into Sinister War. 
Sinister War, uh, Spider-Man 70 through 73, and then there were four issues of Sinister War. I had a blast with this thing. I, I really did. I like <laughs> I like the misdirection with Lizard and uh, Doc Connors early on, and I like just and then the insanity that is. I mean, I, I haven't had this much fun reading an issue of Spider-Man in so long. This whole like kindred thing has been dragging on and dragging on. I've never seen a villain. If this is like this is <laughs> kindred is like the Marvel answer to the Batman who laughs. The character just won't like go away. <laughs> Oh my God, that is such a great comparison. He's just lingering forever and ever. It's so annoying, and it's like you're <laughs> trying to figure there. out he's what he, always what there. is going on. But I got to tell you, issue 73, to wrap up this whole thing, was so phenomenal, tying into uh, Sin's past, which is one of the most controversial yeah. things ever. So to retcon that retcon, like to me, it was amazing. I just, uh, I don't know, Nico, I, I want to hear what you have to say, because I know you feel the opposite of me here. So, so here's my thing on the whole thing. So I think it starts off really cool. I like the Mysterio stuff at the yes, premiere. Great. I like the Mephisto stuff. I like how him and Strange are playing cards and gambling over the lives of these characters. I thought it was brilliant. And then to me, I won't say it's not fun, but the whole for three issues, just the fighting of 1v36. I'm like, it's so Oh, it's so great. The friendly foes, the, the Sinister Six, the, the, the I don't know, the Elite Eight. Like, <laughs> it's it's the Elite Eight. It's the nine oh, yeah. nine. It's it's There's just so many. Um, And then to me, as someone who's been in and out of the Spencer run, I won't lie to you. I'll be transparent and say, I, I've been in and out of the Kindred stuff. Um, I was in and out of some of the stuff, you know, a few years back when they introduced, you know, his sister going back to stuff. In the Dude, I forgot all about his sister. She popped up recently. So there were things like I was trying to read and like there were things that I wasn't getting. Yeah. But the whole the whole twist, you know, with the Osbournes, mm-hmm. um, I really had to. I really had to like reread a few times to try to grasp it. I'm like, okay, it's a lot. Have you read since past? I don't past? mind. I had. So I have, but your father hasn't. So he has no idea. Oh my God. (laughs) So that's what, yeah. But, but I'm just, here's all I'll say. I'm glad to know they retconned that Peter got cut. (laughs) I don't even, I will say that. I'm glad. I'm glad that's, I got to find a copy of Sins Past the Train. I got to send to your father. Yeah, I got to read that. I am. That's on Marvel Unlimited. I'll read it. I'll get it. Oh, yeah. I cannot imagine. And to be honest with you, I'm really surprised at how this did not just blow up on Twitter because of what it did, what it did, because of what it retcons, just everything of all like, sins past was something that like it made waves in the Internet before there was Twitter, you know, like, and to do that, it's got to be like a tsunami. So to, was it who wrote that? Uh, JMS, if I'm not mistaken? JMS. OK, the, the thing, <laughs> the thing that I think the reason why it's not being talked about and why I'll admit once again, I'll, I'll be transparent is I was really, I was hoping they were retconning one more day. He might. So when he's I started realizing <laughs> he still might, but when I saw it was more of the sins past, I was kind of like, Oh, this isn't what I wanted, but really, I don't know. I feel like people, I, I feel like people would rather have this retcon than and one more day. I, see, but I don't really acknowledge like, yeah, well, you got to. <laughs> it's since so past, there. dude. Wow, I, since past is crazy. I remember reading it. But Peter gets cucked. I don't want to. It's, see well, it's, the fact that they decided to do this, 
it, it's so mind boggling to me. Um, and Spencer's been kind of teasing this for a while now. He's been, he's been, he's been like kind of poking the bear of the story for a while. And I'm just, I'm just amazed that he did this. I'm, I love the fighting in the graveyards and everything. I thought it was great. I mean, all the various artists. I can't graveyard do stuff like what? That. See, see, I did dig the. That was so cool. I me. think just to wrap up my. I totally you, cut you off. Just my thoughts. I'm two on, white claws deep. On Spencer. No, 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 you're you're good. <laughs> you're good. It's What's just flavor? black cherry. I think I have. Oh, that's yeah. the best, and right? Maybe yeah, the best it's the one. only kind. Maybe, the only kind. maybe on a reread, or maybe when the run's over, I'll go back and I'll appreciate it more. I, I have a hard time when writers, um, like play with continuity and stuff. Mm -hmm. It just makes my head hurt, and I, sometimes I like to think like, leave the controversial stuff as it was, but I get it. Like, yes. If I really had to choose, yeah, I'm, I'm glad they undid this. I almost just wish it, it wasn't like in the context of this big sinister war thing. I wish it was something else. I'm, I'm weird when it comes to Spidey comics. You know me. I'm so protective of like what, like of the original stuff that it's hard to see these versions. Yeah, but I get what you're I saying, but right, yeah, coming from where we've been. I've really enjoyed this whole Spencer run. And this feels like a culmination of just insanity, <laughs> you know, like, and I like insane. how he reaches back to those things. Swinging. Is Kindred, he's not in Sins Past. Right? No. Sins Past so is Kindred all about Norman and Gwen. When does Kindred begin? When does that start? The Kindred character where he becomes kid. Like, uh, where does he, that? That starts before the chameleon conspiracy. Yeah, he's, the, oh, he's. Uh, they, they've been kindred's it's you gotta it's almost like a cw show there's one overarching <laughs> villain throughout the entire yeah. run and it's been, it was yeah, after yeah. it was after hunted when kindred yeah. came in and yeah, it's been I cut out but it's been like i feel like he's had like 100 issues <laughs> he's, it's been a, it's been a lot and they did a couple one shots yeah. um i'm i don't know the, this whole i feel like it just pays off kindred is hairy yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. It's Harry. Yeah, it is yeah. Harry. And that, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so here, so for me, like I, you know, like I'm trying to piece together because I didn't read his where he comes from. I don't know since past. I read the Hunted. I cut out. Mm -hmm. I read the Chameleon Conspiracy, which I think I liked a little bit more than you guys. I like this way more than Chameleon. The whole idea of the Sinister Six War was fascinating to me. And it's it's really eye candy, right? I mean, it's awesome that he's fighting all these guys. But see, like for me, even trying to piece the story together, it still makes no sense because none of these there's not enough time for any of these villains. So it's yeah, just well, I mean, like, they're just but they're just there to fight though. It's kind of like Bane and Nightfall. I know, but I get it. I get it. Yeah, I know. But even the Nightfall villains were like it was a little more strategic. You know, they each had their own little no, he issue. Did, they, had, they had way more issues than they did for this. Yeah. Like, this is, like, ridiculous where, like, it's just a collage and a massive amount of them. And, and you know, right. each guy's got a balloon here and there. And it's like, and then, and then you know, Ock obviously plays the bigger role. Some of them get a little more mm -hmm. time. But I do like Ock helping them out. Yeah, I, I do, too. Like that. So, I, for I me, like Pete, even though I don't really know what the hell's going it's on just some of it. It's to me. It, it's just, it's just has a guy that likes villains more villains i can never have enough yeah. villains 
to yeah. me, it was too many. Really? Was, I, it, I, okay. I, I was all in it. And I'm with Nico. Like, I thought the mysterious stuff was never there. Goddamn. He was never like he had a couple of good panels and stuff like that. But I, I got it. I need more electro. I need I need that. Electro, different electro. The OG. <laughs> yeah, but I want the OG. I want I want my guy. With the, Max. With the, uh, oh, yeah. yeah, I want Max. Here's what I will say. I did love the giant splash page where Kindred's telling him like, it's time to hang it up. Yeah. And you see him like fighting like every mm-hmm. single mm-hmm. person. Was that Begley? The, Bagley? Yeah, it's Bagley. Bagley. He's still, he's, he's, he's still got he's it. He's still four. got it, man. He's been doing it for like still 20 years. These top four for me, you know, going back to the ultimate days, it's, I don't hate it. Why I tweeted what I tweeted last night is I just want to run that simple. You know what I want? I want Taylor. I want like what Taylor's doing you know with, with Nightwing. Like, just go back. I want. Give me a breath. I want to say that I read a Spider-Man story from the continuity in the last 25 Ooh. years that resonates like three Jokers did. Well, we have well, not. That's a like, tough task. I, three I, but is but I want I'd, it. I'd love it. I, I'd I, love I, it. I, I, I can. The last time you got that was Craven. That's the last time. That's the thing about it. The way Craven, like, you know, the three Jokers has come out, the way that the, the format of that, that the, the, you know, the only thing comparable to Spider-Man wise is Craven. Absolutely. Which Absolutely. we got to do a show you on mean, for, for some people. Oh, dude, yeah. we're going to do the hunts, the Craven. Yeah, we'll definitely sure, do it. Man. We'll definitely do it. We got to get the, we got to get the black gotta, suit in there. We got to figure out. We got to figure out part two for next room. week or next month. Oh, I mean. baby. Baby, could be fire. Real, real quick. I have to share this because I, 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 I share this with some people on Twitter. Um, so I always say his name wrong, but, uh, speaking of Craven's rest, last hunt r- writer, a uh, jam, is it Demadius? I, I never know how to say his I have name. No idea. Never know how to say his name. So he's doing the Ben Riley. Yes. I'm excited. Issues. It's only five issues. Yeah. It's only five yeah. issues. I'm very excited for it. But so he tweeted that and somebody under it tweeted, I hope Peter's okay. And he responds and goes, he's fine. And then someone comments goes, well, when you write him, I wouldn't say yeah. fine ever. Yeah, <laughs> like I wouldn't yeah, say yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. And then he yeah. responds and just goes fair. <laughs> <laughs> As in like, all right, yeah. you got a That's point. Funny. Um, I recently read, oh, here, here, Sinister War. What do you guys, you guys enjoy? You guys didn't like it overall. You know, would you recommend it? I read it. Let me I read it first. straight yeah. through. I thought it was great. So maybe that, you know, maybe you have to do that. Yeah. I need for me to completely evaluated i gotta read some of that back stuff i gotta i gotta know a little bit more about kindred and i probably gotta read since past otherwise it felt very bloated and um overuse of maybe all the villains it didn't work for me i don't i don't hate it i think it has moments it's just once again it's one of those culminations that turn into a retcon and even though it's a good retcon it's like I'm I'm so simple when it comes to Spider-Man stories. Like I want it just it's 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 more of a personal bias, but I don't hate it. I would tell people like if you're reading or if you're close or have to catch up, definitely finish the mm-hmm. run out with this story. There are some cool villain moments and the the reconnaissance pass is pretty wild how they do it and like Harry's consciousness and everything being in the computer is kind of yeah. cool. Um but we'll see. Um, you know, I don't hate it. Didn't really love yeah. it. Didn't really like you, it, but I don't hate it. You know what I wish? I wish that I just kept reading Spider-Man for all these years. I, For some reason, Pete, I'll never miss an issue of Batman. Never. Mm-hmm. 
I love Spider-Man like just slightly less than Batman. But for some reason, I have checked in and out of Spider-Man. I, I do that with Superman. I don't know. You know, and I don't know why it is because like part of me feels like I should know everything there is in the comic realm of Spider-Man, but I never miss, no matter how much I dislike a Batman storyline or who's on it or whatever, I never miss Detective yeah. and I never miss Batman. And so I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, we're going to keep reading Spider-Man, man. I'm not I'm stopping. Not, you hear that? I'm not stopping. I am not stopping, no, dude. It, I give him I'm credit. reading him from now on. Till, he got me back the last yeah, year. I, yeah, I, think, got I think it's been back. solid. I, I li- look, I like this way more than the run before it. So that's, that's all I'll say. Yeah, I think I ended up, I if I had to compare, I like this a little better than Chameleon. Yeah. Oh, or arc-wise, yeah, definitely. I, I did not. Chameleon? Oh, no, it's better. I was yeah, waiting for a good chameleon story and I still haven't got, and I was, I was, I was very excited no. for that. I, I want that classic. It wasn't that story. Yeah. No, I was no. a little disappointed. I thought it was going to be better than it was. You're right. You answered, you guys have made me answer my own tweet from last night. It's the slots run. I don't, I, I, I don't like, yeah, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I, don't I don't enjoy that run. Great covers by uh, Alex Ross. So great covers. That, that's the, so that's the saving grace for collecting that. Run. I, <laughs> I didn't like that and I still bought it. And I did a lot for Alex Ross and his covers. If any people want a good laugh, anytime Dan Slot tweets, just go to his comment section and you will find, I, I will bet you money, you will find 10 plus tweets that say something about Spider-Man that he then yeah. it's 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 a, it's a funny game to play for all my Spidey comments. It's a bummer because I love his work. I love his Fantastic Four oh, and his, his Silver Surfer. It was good stuff. Everything else oh, did- is great. Everything you, else is great. I just didn't like spy stuff. What's up? You have to say you 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 really pre-ordered something today. Like oh, oh what did you do? What did you spend money on? PD, the listeners. Speaking of black suits, Mayfax, Spidey, how did you I do? You pulled the trigger. Yeah, Whoa! pulled the trigger on the Mayfax. How was it on you? We're not allowed to give financial advice on this podcast. Uh, 104, mm-hmm. but it doesn't come out till Hold July. Of Everyone's shipping too. Yeah. Okay, and how much was shipping then? July, and then uh, it will be stuck at a shipping, barge. Shipping, shipping TBD, well, which is how they get you. Uh, over Did at you the big bad toy store. Big, oh no, they're, they're not going to charge a lot for shipping. Big bad toy store, no, I know, but uh, but it said TBD. But Pete, here's the tricky part. That looks like a good figure. I had I had to buy two. Why just for that? You bought two just because you one to, play, extra, one to play with extra, like 15 years or no, one to no, flip no, no. one to give nah, you don't flip we don't one flip. to play one to keep in the box i had to pull the trig on too it's I funny you mentioned it to me. i have bought so many black suit spider-man action figures over the last like four or five years that well, like, we got I'm the like, legend wow and I, if, yeah. you, I, if you can see behind me i got the 12 inch one over there i've got yeah, i got yeah. so many I love that I got, and I, it's it's crazy and i'm like i, I don't need a mafex I love it. Marvel Legends. Mar- Marvel, now, here's the thing. Though, if, if, it was, if it was a Mattel, I would say otherwise. But Marvel Legends, Hasbro, I mean, I think their figures, you know. Well, good. you know, they got another one coming out, right? Really? I didn't buy the last one they did with the eyes that stuck out. There's another Black Suit Spider-Man well, no. purchase. You know, they're doing the ones on the old cards like mm-hmm. that, right? Yeah. I want to, I got to get well, that. They have a new- Real quick before we go, grab that kingpin real oh, quick. I, he's got the kingpin. Yeah, king he's got the kingpin. You have no, I want the kingpin. The kingpin and hammerhead. He's so big on the card, is he? man. Wait till you see how big this card is. Our listeners can't see. You're going to have to tweet that out. 
He should be. Yeah. This is the bit. This is the this biggest is a good card. podcast because no one can oh, see. Wow. What this wow. Holy so cow. Deep. That's great though. I'm glad they did that. He's huge. Yeah. Would you, would you tweet that out? A picture? I, will, I, uh, I, I, I got drunk last weekend. I, I, I sent this to Nico and I said, I told him, I said, don't hate me, but I pre-ordered the, right. uh, the far from home Jameson figure they were making. Yeah, he yes, got okay. the JMO. He got the JMO. I, right. I respect yeah, that. I, respect I did. That. I have a. Do you remember the here before we end this? Remember the chameleon figure that came out recently? He's got the Jameson yeah, head yeah. and he's got the hammerhead head. I'm gonna just yeah, put the yeah, flat yeah, top yeah. Jameson on the far from home. That's body. smart. That's it's a smart, huge yeah. move. That, that's oh, my that. game plan. But um, that's why you're a genius with the action yeah, figures. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> absolute and utter genius. Totally. Hey, did you get? Uh, oh, we'll talk about this. Yeah, software. yeah, yeah. This yeah. is no longer. That was great. Hey, uh, <laughs> now we're just. Yeah. So down. overall, uh, Spider-Man Three uh, liked it more than I remember, and and Sinister War I thought was just bonkers fun. But if you don't know your history, you're probably going to get lost. So I feel like that's yeah, basically the episode in a nutshell. I loved I love this podcast so much because it gave me the reason to watch the three Raimi movies mm-hmm. again in a short period of time, which honestly. I probably wouldn't have did. And I'm I'm so glad that not only that we watch them, but the three of us could talk mm-hmm. about them and have a good time with it. And I feel so good with those movies, man. I love them. And I I just challenge any really true Spidey fan that that picks up a comic book or looks at it, just go watch those movies, man. Yeah. You know, open your mind a little bit. It's it's Spidey. It's it's my he's the goat Spidey. Those are the goat Spidey films. It's the holy trilogy, as people on Twitter the call holy it. Trilogy. Um I love it. I love it, man. I love everything about those. It's my Spider-Man. It's hashtag my Spider-Man stuff. And it always will be. And that that passion is going to reinvigorate when I see the goat again in a couple months. <laughs> it's coming, man. <laughs> when when I see the goat in a couple uh, months. You know, I, I hope it's there. I just I hope it's there. I hope it's there. Me too. Once- <laughs> he's pretty confident. I don't know. Yeah, man. well, I'm he's passionate about everything. This kid is unbelievable. <laughs> more abrasive. He's more abrasive than sandpaper. Um, <laughs> 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 once again thank you for listening to the italian spider-man coalition podcast again we are proud members of both the let's go podcast network pop culture wealth the pop and the batman podcast network hosted by batman on film and remember with great sauce comes great macaroni until next time yeah.